0: This episode of Duel of Taints is brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing, making a beer for everyone. Visit Gilgameshbrewing.com for more information.
1: Kane, I got an inside joke for you and me that I prepared for this podcast, so you and I can titter, titter about this. But <laughs> I, uh, yeah, titter, yeah, yeah, titter, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I prefer yeah, to yeah. twaddle. Hey.
1: So I found a puppet that looks exactly like Red. <laughs>
2: You fuck.
0: Do I get to see it? That's the Uh, red puppet. Do I get to see it?
1: So anyway. Oh, you uh,
0: fucks. Comedy. My podcast is done. (laughs) Goodbye.
1: (laughs) He's even got the stupid hat. Uh,
2: You You always wear shirts like that. The shitty part is you got your Al Borland shirt on. the... The shitty
0: part is like this is how I normally dress right here. T-shirt and jeans.
2: But this is how I, I normally dress. Yeah, I noticed. I just, every <laughs> day. I just, I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't. I like your outfit, dude. You always but look... But whenever I go down yourself. to comedy... I, just, I woke up... Uh, fuck it. Ex-
1: <laughs> except for like a few times when I had to work at Enchanted Forest... Uh, every time we go down to comedy, it's black t-shirt and jeans Yeah, every single time unless yeah. I was at Enchanted Forest and then I immediately had to start dinner and then it was like I, I would I would come down there and just wearing this shit and I would stink like all fucking high heaven.
2: That reminds me of a very funny story or conversation me and Rhett had. And that's week. all
1: the time that we have. Guys, it's been great <laughs> coming. <laughs> you
2: no, know, uh, we were supposed to do this last week and you had to cancel because you had to go to work, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I got called in. Well, it's
2: funny because Rhett texted me. You know, I texted Rhett, hey, what time are we doing this Saturday? Blah, blah, blah. He said, "Well, hey, uh, yeah, Bentley called me. He had to, he had to cancel because he has to go tap dance at no, Enchanted no, Forest." No, no. What but I said was is what you say. He
0: works at Enchanted Forest. I was like, "Cut him some slack. He he's a tap dancer." And,
2: <laughs> and what what ran through my ha- nice. my head was like, "We're that shitty of a podcast that someone." Would rather go tap dance at <laughs> Enchanted Forest. No,
1: they just pay me. They pay me stupid amount of money to be there every hour. They'd, yeah, so I know. But it, my head's like, God
2: damn, that's just like commentary on the shit. Not at <laughs> all. I
1: would have much rather. But yeah, the the kids, the kids, his biological father, uh, uh, he was busy or something, and so Steve they Josh. didn't go. They they didn't oh, go sorry. to his house for the weekend. I see. And and so we had him. So the daughter went to her friends, and then the boy came with me to work. And then the guy who played, because there's two casts of three, main cast the other guy who plays the emperor, because it's emperor's new clothes.
0: Emperor's new clothes, Kane.
1: Um, The other guy who plays the emperor. He
0: one time took a shit in front of an old lady.
1: Uh, <laughs> kind of. You're, ru- you're butchering the story.
2: It was funny. Oh, that's cool. I, I've shit my pants in front of people before. Um,
1: <laughs> several times. But on stage in front of children at the Enchanted Forest? He wishes
2: <laughs> uh, one time on a forklift nice <laughs> uh, the other time while lifting a tree because somebody said I couldn't do it so I lifted lifting the tree, a tree? That's, dude,
1: that's my favorite you got oh. you lifted the tree and all of a sudden-
2: <laughs> oh, no. oh no No no! It's on
0: the one of the episodes of the podcast But the short story is Is the guy's like No we should just wait to do this And Kane had waited on him For a long time And he goes No fuck that I'm do- gonna do it right now And he's like Dude that shit's like 400 pounds And Kane's just like <laughs> And he fucking picks it up And he just shits his pants <laughs> That's the best And then, and then he gets
3: the yeah.
0: I mean, I like, like the, the adrenaline
2: way. rush was like so man yeah. so I, I was trying to walk away like a badass but still clench my ass and like try not to waddle so turds would fall out like right. <laughs> The right the time of the forklift I, <laughs> the time of the forklift I had just I needed shit really bad but I was trying to offload this flatbed I so like I'll just I'll hurry up and do it and then I'll take a nice big long massive shit I'll get naked yeah. for it and everything <laughs> and, and and I was taking this this pallet that had a bunch of wood stacked up on top of it <clears throat> offloading this pallet, wood fell on top of the forklift, Scared, the, literally scared the shit out of me. Right. <laughs> and, and then I, like, oh, no. So, like, I parked the forklift, still half the truck needed to offload. I just, like, got in my car and ran home. Didn't <laughs> 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 <Ten> clock out. <laughs> That's the best. And then I'm uh, I've, really shit my, I've shit my pants. I had the Norovirus, I shit my pants. Um, oh, and yeah. when Brantley was little, was still very little, like, six months old, he was sleeping in our bed with me and my wife, and, oh, Jesus. and all of a sudden, like I woke up, I'm like something doesn't feel right. <laughs> and then what I, like, could it and, be? And then, like I kind of like moved around, like where am I laying in? <laughs> and then, like I, I, I got the up. And, pudding
1: is on my yeah. I got up and it's just
2: liquid shit covering my side of the bed. <laughs> uh, and my wife and kid were both asleep, for it. so I kind of like rolled them off, so I get the sheet off. To kind of roll them back and forth. <laughs> right. Uh, that's Beautiful. only three times I can think of, other than you know as a baby. Oh but.
1: man. Yeah, I think the only. I think the only time as an adult. Yeah, it was in enchanted forest. I mean, there's been close <laughs> calls for sure.
0: Dude, when you tell that story on stage, though, it's fucking so perfect.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I've had it for a long time, so it's like that was the that was the third time I went up. I just told that story because I've been telling it for so long. I was yeah. like, oh, we'll, we'll see how it does in front of like a group of people, you know, tell it at parties in front of, you know, five or 10 people yeah. or something like that, but like an actual room with a microphone. And first time I told it, it was probably eight and a half minutes long. Second time I told it, told it there, I told it uh, there was probably about six. And then the last time it was only like <laughs> three minutes. Like, you know, a couple weeks ago, I did it because I had started on something and then I forgot what my next thing was going to be and but I was talking, I think, about Enchanted Forest anyway, so I was like, ah oh, fuck it. Let's yeah. just see how this goes. And I've got I've gotten I'm doing this I'm training myself by like, I will I'll look at my phone, I'll light it up, I'll see it, so like eleven forty five. Yeah. So I'll turn it off. And then the next time I look at it is five minutes. Yeah. So I can feel what five minutes feels like. Yeah. Um just so you know like when you're on stage, I've been doing that. So I've my sets have been getting Pretty tight lately. Yeah, uh, not necessarily content-wise, but as far as just the time. Not, and- excuse me, not need not need to yeah to be lit. Yeah, like Jared rarely lights me, um, and he usually only ends up having to light me if I'm telling some new absurd long story or yeah. something like that, or I haven't quite figured it out but yet.
2: I want to hear this story. Like how you shit your pants at Wars. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs>
1: go so, for it. So back in two thousand and two. Uh, I was working there in the theater and it was actually the same play, the Emperor's New Clothes, only I was, uh, the, Jack the, Jack the Jester part and who turns into Jack the Taylor who, you know, makes the clothes for the Emperor and all that kind of shit, you know. So there's this, I came in that day and my, my tumtums was a rumbling and I told the guy who played the Emperor and the girl who played the Princess, there's this bit where I stood in the middle of them and they both like backhanded me in the stomach, you know, cause it's, it's like, it's this, the play is basically like a loony, a live-action Looney Tune yeah. vaudeville. There's singing, there's dancing, there's pratfalls, there's running into walls, you know, cartwheels, yeah. flips, and all sorts of shit, you know, and fart noises and all that kind of shit. And and so, so it was a physical gag, you know. I'm supposed to go, ooh, you know, and make a big old face. I was like, Let, let's cut that uh, that bit because I'm not feeling great. And they were like, oh, okay. And so they hit me even harder, and I was like, <laughs> oh, Jesus! And then there's this there's this bit. Where later on in the show, I have to go underneath a table that has like a big tablecloth. So you can't see me underneath there. So it looks like a ghost table. You know, Mm -hmm. that Scooby doing, you know, the shit. And so I'm underneath there on all fours waiting for them to say their lines and do ghost table. And I'm just like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this isn't going to work out for anybody. And they say some line. I immediately pop out from underneath the table. Give the... Skip five pages of dialogue or something like that. And I'm just like, hello, I'm Jack the tailor. And you know what? You look like you could use some new clothes. So I'll tell you what. I'm going to make it in two different colors because there's a song that comes up next called Red Blue where they argue about it. I'm like, but, you know, and I gave like this quick little rundown. I was like, see you later. And I ran off stage (laughs) and I went and started the Red Blue song. I was like, all right, I got 47 seconds to figure out how I'm going to do this. And then I'm like, I'm standing there like zoning out like, okay, where could I go? Because at that time they didn't have a bathroom at the top of the hill. The closest one was down in Western Town. I was like, okay, so obviously in forty-seven seconds I can't run down to Western Town. Shit, and I'm not the fucking Flash. And and <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, they're halfway through their song. And so I don't know if you guys have ever been to Enchanted Forest. Park. Oh
2: yeah, I've, I've I've seen that play.
1: Okay, so the the log ride, you know, they've got the observation yeah. deck. There's a secret door, and that goes into the back of the theater. So there's a, like a little deck, and so I open up the thing and I see. You know, just your little classic thirteen gallon trash can. I was like, "Oh, good." And then my my <laughs> brains, my eyes, and signal to my brain, "Oh, we're home," <laughs> and I start shitting my pants. And I'm wearing underwear and like you know and like basketball shorts like this. And then over the top of that, I'm wearing these like big poofy Aladdin pants, and then these leather boots that like tie up to my knees. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, "Well, no, no, no." And, like, I go over and, you know, pull everything down and start shitting it in the trash can. But I'm looking through the doorway because I can see the stage. And I'm monitoring, like, monitoring where they're at in the song. And I'm like, okay, okay, we got you know, just like,
3: oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then I was like,
1: okay, the song's got, like, they're going to the last part. And I start to stand up and I look down and there's just shit in my pants. And so I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and so I, like, I reach in and then, like, you know two scoops <laughs> and like you know do the do the finger flick like when you got a boogie you know but my whole hand is covered in a shit boogie and so i'm like you know and then two scoops and then run over run over to the side of the stage stop the uh, stop the cd player um and uh, and and i'm pausing and i'm like
3: oh god i did it
1: and then you know when you're on the side of a when you're on the side of a stage you can see like the front row of the audience and i see this uh, I see this old woman sitting at the very edge, just looking at me like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, did she see me pooping? So I kind of wave at her, and she was just, <laughs> just looking at me, just shaking her head. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, you know, I kind of go like, what the fuck? And I, and at that moment, I look down. I'm like, oh god, I didn't pull my pants up. She can see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, oh shit! And so I pull them up and run backstage. And they've got a couple, you know, they've got, like, a page and a half of, like, you know, arguing about the clothes. And I have to do this bit later on in the play where I grab the emperor's mouth. He goes, read my lips. So I have to grab his lips and move them around. And so I'm back there, like, wash, 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 soap, 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 wash, 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 scrub the nails, wash, wash, (laughs) soap, soap, soap. And then I hear my cue line, and my pants are still down. I'm like, fuck, fuck. So I was like, well, four washes is gonna have to be enough. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, how can I fix this? How can I fix this? Oh, roll of paper towels, duct tape, perfect. So I grab the paper towels, I duct tape the end of it to my, my hip, and I make myself a paper towel diaper. And I'm standing at this sink and I hear the girl go, I'm gonna go check on the tailor and she like comes like down the hallway into the backstage and I'm sitting at I'm like standing over the sink with a paper towel thing making like a diaper and I hear her just stop and I look back I look over at her and I'm like get the fuck back out on stage and she's like what the The fuck fuck? and like shrugs her shoulders she walks back and she's like so the tailor will be here in a minute anyway (laughs) and and so like I tape it off and I run back out and I do it and it's like as I'm walking you know just like the paper towel Uh... and I run back out do the rest of the play and uh and I was like, and my mom lives right across the freeway from Enchanted Forest, and I was living with her at the time, so I was like, all right, uh, you know, the play ends, and, and the guy's like, and the guy sounds like Harvey Firestein. he uh, he really does, like, his, his name is Richie, but he sounds like this, he talks like this, yeah. which is weird, because he's from fucking Washington, but... Uh, I think Harvey Fierstein is, like, one of his heroes or something like that. So, yeah, he talks like this. And he's just like, "Why? what What were you doing? Why were you doing that? Like, wh- you fucked up the whole show. And I was like, look, I'm sorry. I told you not to hit me. I had diarrhea. Like, you know. Things happened. Yeah. And, and he's like, no, you didn't. You did not shit, you know. And I, like, walked over. And this is right after the curtain closed. Audience is still out there. We're supposed to go meet and greet him, but we don't. Grab the fucking trash can, put it up to his face. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm just like, so, anyway, uh. I'm going to uh, go get rid of this. And then I'm walking, like, down the hill past the log ride through, like, the English town. And people are stopping me. It's, like, a 100-degree day. Uh, people are stopping me. They're like, hey, hey, it's the guy for the play. Let's get a picture. And so it's, like, I would back up against a wall, put the trash can behind me. And, like, all right, yeah, everybody get in the picture. And, like, <laughs> one dad one time was like, oh, it stinks over here. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, sometimes, like, animals come down from the forest. <laughs> And they'll die behind these walls. And I was like, I'll, "I'll I'll tell maintenance." So and he's like, "Oh, okay." And I get all and I get out to my car and I'm like, oh, "Fuck, I forgot my keys." <laughs> and then I look and my keys are in my ignition of my car and I'm like, "Good." So I go back up the hill, grab Harvey Firestein's keys, go over to my mom's house, and then I'm like, "Wait, what are you doing? Like you, you don't have keys again in the house." And so I kick the garage door in on the side, <laughs> straight Terminator style, and the wood falls off the frame just like in the movies. I'm just like, "Sagana," <laughs> and like the wood, and then I go into the garage, and I was just like, "Oh fuck!" There's another door in the house. I really hope this one isn't locked because I don't want to have to break this door too. Luckily, it was unlocked. Unlocked. It's a weird thing as a like a 20. what was I? Like 22, 23, then 22 year old man to have to get in the shower. And then, like, turn around, bend over, and touch your toes, and wash your asshole out in the shower, like <laughs> by just like letting the water hit your ass, and you're yeah. bent over, you know. Oh. I don't
0: know. It seems pretty normal.
1: And then I For go me. back. I go back, do the rest of the day, and I go down, you know, back to my car. It's like five o'clock. It's been, you know, it's fucking scorching hot outside. And like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? I think my stepdad has. A... Okay, I'll call my stepdad, and as I'm calling him. To see, you know, when he's getting off work and whatever, and if he'll bring me my spare key because he had it on his key ring, I was like, "What is it, noise?" And I'd left my fucking car on with the heater on all day. I got there at nine thirty, mm-hmm. and it was now five o'clock. Oh no! Full tank of gas because I I had to go deliver pizzas, and I looked at my gas thing; it was on E. <laughs> and I opened, my stepdad comes, he opens the door for me or whatever, and it was like i was saying it was in the 90s and when that door opened up it's like opening you know like your oven and it's 500 degrees in there it was just i was like holy shit and i was like air conditioning like crack my window so i could reach my hand in in case i locked my fucking door like a dope and yeah that i mean that i mean that's the full thing you know that that's the whole day yeah yeah, and yeah. it's one of the coolest fucking things that's ever happened to me i gotta tell you <laughs> It's one of my favorite fucking things that has ever happened to me. Yeah. Is is that story? I love it so much because people are like, man, that sucks. I was like, dude, no, that's fucking gold. That's hilarious.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, that's how I view shit like that. It's like, nah, that's fucking that's commentary track for fucking the podcast or comedy or that's
2: classic. Fucking yeah. at
0: least make, at least make bitches laugh at the bar.
1: Make bitches laugh, yeah. There's, there's nothing that'll get your dick sucked quicker than telling a woman uh, that's, you know, in her mid-twenties that, as a 22-year-old man, you shit your pants on stage in children's theater.
0: Tell me about it. I
1: know that. Oh, yeah. Rhett knows that game. So For sure, dude. So, music shit.
0: Yes! Fuck!
1: Music shit. So, there's guitars all around. I know you guys both play drums. Yep. And uh, there's a drum stool out on the front porch. Yep. Which I find very comforting. You're welcome. Um, Just for you. And I knew that you played uh, hand percussion in hair. I did, yeah. Yeah, which was great. You were gone for a month, and I gave you shit. And then you're like, well, actually, I was in a fucking production, idiot. I'm like, oh, well, all right. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, you. Yeah, dude, for know? sure. I what, what Got again?
0: fed and paid.
1: <laughs> fed oh. and paid. That's rad. Yeah, that, dude, it was fucking awesome. That's great.
0: That's what I was going to say earlier, actually. It's like, I fucking left my job at sportsman was because i found out i got that job and they weren't going to accommodate it mm. and i was like fuck this i ain't fucking like working my balls off for something i h- fucking hate you know I was like i'm gonna fucking go do this thing i'm gonna make some money and i'm gonna fucking fuck it and then i'm gonna go do comedy on tuesday fuck you all
1: yeah yeah
0: but yeah so yeah that's great kane's a drummer he plays guitar yeah. too
2: better drummer than i am guitar for sure
0: and i don't know Cain always says I'm a better guitar player than I am a drummer. I think that's just his way of being a dick. He's like, fuck you, I'm the drummer of Monster Addict.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is
1: that your guys' band
0: together? That was our band together, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: what's your band?
2: Cool. No, we we broke up a couple years ago. It hasn't been a band in years. I mean, we're,
0: we're like still sorted together, but we're not.
2: It would be an easy
1: reunion.
0: It event. would be easy. Yeah. It, we're there planning were so, a reunion there were so in the many, future. Yeah,
2: there's so many members of Montserrat at any given point. Like, There's, there's a bunch enough of members iterations. who are still on good terms that we could do <laughs> yeah, reunite. yeah.
1: Yeah. So there there came it's a point... with a three-piece. That was a band. I was, well,
0: we were, we were was, was always almost a three-piece. We were always oh, a okay.
2: three-piece. I mean, there's a spot... But we
0: had like... The band started with Kane on drums and a, a guy named Sean, who is in another one of our podcasts... Um and he was on guitar. Okay. Sean two, Sean left. Piece. Sean mm-hmm. left, and Kane didn't want to cancel the shows, so he called me. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to that. Yeah, episode. yeah. And he's like, "Right, we just need we just need Ringo star Yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> I did I did the same shit all the time. Yeah. Where's the show? Washington. How much? Good. Okay.
0: See you then. <laughs> we didn't even ask how much. Unfortunately. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was basically <laughs> how much if it was out of state.
0: We I always got all- a little bit of gas money, but it was never anything yeah. like substantial.
1: Yeah, if it was, if it was out of state, but if it was just Portland or whatever, I I would never ask. I didn't care. I was listening to the episode. I don't know. I don't remember because I listened to probably like. Well, four we talked or five about the band week.
0: a lot last week.
1: I probably listened to that one. You were talking about that that article you saw. Like, if you yeah. do these yeah, that things was last in a band, week, you're a dickhead yeah. or something. Yeah. um yeah, it was funny. What what were they again? Because I was I was some of them were like argue I was always about money, like band mom, or or yeah. you know, sort of like guy in charge. Like I was always like the default guy because you know, yeah, I would, that
0: was what came. I, I would give it. Yeah.
1: I would, I, people would be like, "Well, I want I want to do." Oh, okay, go do stuff. So, have you done anything? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was Kane. Look, yeah. I'll just
1: fucking take care of it.
0: Kane was that guy, and then when Monstratic broke up, and I formed my next band, I was that guy. And we didn't. We only played like five shows in my next band after that because they were just, they were just dumb.
1: Rhett and the Weisenfeffels?
0: Yeah, Rhett Weisenfeffels and friends. <laughs> 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 That's
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> Rhett Weisenfeffels and friends. That's fucking funny, uh, man. But Did uh, I would
2: tell you that me. Um, Oh, God, who was it was like it was a show you couldn't make it to it was me <laughs> double A and Shorty Mike and this is after like I think you or my dad had made that joke about Wet Weisenfels Reisen, and Friends yeah we actually introduced ourselves like we're not actually Monster Addict we're Wet Weisenfels and Friends <laughs> <laughs> like he I wasn't even there he was done <laughs> <laughs> we, we were just, I was just telling the guys about it, like that's funny like, we should, that's, that's who we should be tonight I'm like, all right it was a dark
0: time in Monster Addict history when I wasn't in the band
2: no it was a show when you were still in the band but you were like you couldn't make that show. Yeah,
1: so easily replaced. I know, dude. Well, I know,
0: well, like that's, I said, that's the problem with monster addict though.
2: Kane's like stop the fucking prince of this bitch.
1: He is. Meaning, dude, One time
0: he told me he fucking looks me dead in the face. I, 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 this was a, I meant this Short as man. a joke.
2: I meant this as a joke when he and I told him he
0: fucking. We're talking about doing shows and all this shit, and I'm like, well, dude, I can't. I I don't even remember what it was, but Kane fucking looks me dead in the face, and he's like, he's like, dude, I am monster addict. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am Queens Boulevard. (laughs) I gotcha.
0: So it just like turned into the fucking joke. Like for the rest of the band, it was like I am monsterratic, bitch.
2: (laughs) That's funny. But like, like the beauty Attic was like any member, even me. You could have been left behind. I could have been left behind. I could have been replaced because everybody, at least two members at any given point, knew how to play another instrument. Right. So when it it was me, Rhett, uh, Schweddy Mike, and Freddie. Freddie can play guitar. I can play drums. I can play drums or guitar or bass. I could play. I mean, everybody knew except for Shreddy. (laughs)
1: What a crazy thing! Because I always had the toughest time finding yeah drummers because I write. I play guitar and stuff, and I write songs. And I was like, or maybe I'm just super picky because I I I know how to play the drums and I know what I want. Yeah, it's Dave explains it best in the the Foo Fighters uh back and forth documentary he goes look uh it's a shitty thing to have Taylor come in and be like look I know how to do these things I know what I want so play it like this when I'm supposed to be giving this other guy an opportunity to play you know yeah and so and so I just never I always just recorded everything myself and then we go if you can play this like you can yeah you're in yeah and then you know I was like as far as fills go you know like as long as it works, cool. I don't. You don't have to. You know, note yeah. for note my shit. But this is ninety five percent what I want you to do. Yeah. You know.
0: Uh, well, even songs between because there was a generation when I was a drummer in Monster Addict, and the then- darkest
2: generation.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, but it was a diff- completely the different band. The yeah,
2: there, there's uh, you, uh, <laughs>
0: It was a completely different band than Monster when I switched like to guitar. Six
2: different bands in it. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was a completely different band between when it was just Kane and Sean. Yeah. Then when it was just me and Kane, it was different. Then when we added Freddie on bass, Kane and Shawn, I, 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 it was Matt before well, Freddie. Matt, it was the That's the, the, the darkest same. age. That was the darkest <laughs> time because he just, side. he's a nice guy, but he just couldn't play bass. You know, it's just.
1: I know those guys.
0: And then we got this guy who could fucking play the, he was probably easily the best. Best bass player in salem easily like he's fu- he's just he's nobody inherently knows the bass better than him what's his name freddy bosquez
2: freddy vasquez bosquez bosquez he made- and here's the thing about freddy he has he has no understanding of music he has no he has <laughs> but he has perfect rhythm like the actual perfect rhythm
0: and yeah. perfect pitch
1: nice and he and just
0: he just and he made me a fucking better drummer for it so when we got freddy in
2: yeah because that's important I Yeah. Mean,
0: When we got Freddie in it, we almost became a completely different band at that point. Oh yeah, just because Freddie
2: alone adds a lot.
0: And then I switched over guitar and we brought in this dude named Shwetty Mike, and then the feel completely changed. Because where I was more of like a groovy guy and doing these groove beats, he was just like he just entered the recording at the beginning of the yeah. at the podcast. That's Shwetty Mike. On okay, drums. on drums. Yeah, and so and it just has this straight feel, but it's super fucking technical. Well, more technical than you are. Yeah, on, I should say. Like
2: Rhett's more of a jazzy drummer. I'm more of a here's a you know here's a fucking beat. Follow it very. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a not a pocket drummer, but like a definitely jam not, band drummer, a, a, like a groove drummer. Yeah. I set I set the groove and you fucking follow it, or that's or there's no other option. Yeah. Mm.
0: I think that's a fair way. And then, and then Shwetty Mike, he's just like, you know, he, he do the, he does these intricate fucking double bass thing. Yeah. You know, just yeah, that yeah. sort of shit. And he's got the toms rolling with it and it's cool as fuck. And it changed our style a bit. It still fit all of our songs and we just adjusted and fucking brought them into a different light. But then we were a completely different band with that. Yeah. Then we were a completely different band when Freddie left and double A joined.
2: Yeah. On bass and you moved to, and then. And then There's there was times a, in, in between that where Rhett would play... He was our bass player. Mm. Yeah, Again, like the beauty of having mul- people who can play multiple instruments is you oh, never totally. had to cancel shows because yeah. Rhett... There was a time Rhett and me could easily switch back and forth between bass or drums and yeah. guitar. So yeah. it's like we always had that.
0: There was a time when we went on tour, I played bass. And then it was like, yeah, anytime I don't know the song, I'm just going to play this and just go nuts on stage. And yeah. I did. <laughs> it was like... Wah. But dude, this has always fucking interested me. And I'm sorry it's taken so long to fucking no, get to funny. it but cuz every time that you talk about it on like you when you were talking to Boz on 45th parallel last uh-huh. episode I was listening to even Jared it's always you're always talking about oh that band i was in
1: oh yeah well, this- well Boz was in the ba- in one two of the bands with me so he knows
0: oh okay well so fuck tell us player. tell us some of this shit about you cuz i mean so what what were your bands what were
1: well my very fur i grew up listening to um well my dad worked at a country station and it was KYKN, the, the radio station that's still in Kaiser. Uh, when I was a child and I'd first moved to Salem when I was four, that was a country station instead of talk radio. Yeah. And so he worked there the night shift. And uh, I got to meet Ricky Skaggs at the State Fair when I was like four. Nice. So, but I never understood that, you know, to me, that was the same as it used to be 97.1 uh, Kiss and FM. They were oldie station yeah, in Portland. Yeah. yeah. And so I, the music that my father played, as far as you know, uh, uh, country and then you know oldies, that was just all old music to me. You know, it was the yeah. same as the Elvis, as the Beatles, as Hermit's Hermits, yeah. Uh, Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. <laughs> you know, that was the same as. To me, it's a, honey, honey, don't cry." no... Where's that Ricky guy Saying it's cold outside, won't you sleep on the floor? Honey, won't you open that door? That was all, you know, to yeah. me, that was all the 50s or 60s or, you know, my parents' music. No, that was the same for me. And yeah. then I went to a private Christian school called Salem Academy. Oh, yeah.
0: Of course. Play- hey, my school played sports against your school. Yeah? I went to Kennedy and Mount Angel.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, so... Uh- <laughs> Yeah, uh and then because we don't, you know, it's not a very big school, we, our bus that that picked me up in Kaiser was a short, you know, a short bus and it had the tape player in it. And in the 5th grade, um my bus driver was like, "You got to check out this tape. You got to check out this tape." Oh, I'm, I'm cuz I was like the last kid on the bus. Yeah, He's like, "So when all the other kids I'll, I'll put the tape on. I think you'll really like it." And I was like, "Okay." And it was MXPX's Pokinacha. Nice. Nice. And I was 12 and they were 16. I was looking at the little cassette liner. I was like, Oh, they live in Washington. They're 16. Holy shit. We're basically best friends at this point. Like, (laughs) and so that, that was the first time I heard new music. I was like, it sounds like the Beatles, but at like 400 miles an hour and in a trash can. Yeah. This is the best music ever. And then because of the (laughs) the liner, they had a rancid and no effects shirt on. Nice. And so I bought. And that was like right around the time, uh, a couple years later, actually, uh, uh, Outcome the Wolves uh, came out. And so, and then No Effects, I believe it was Lithium, I think was the album out. Is it the purple one? I forget. But I got them. And then because of them, I started getting to like Pennywise, Bad Religion, and all that stuff that would be considered early Warp Tour stuff, skate punk shit. Yeah. And then. Then from that, I got into like the Suicide Machines, which yeah. uh, de- uh, Destruction by Definition um, is my favorite record of theirs, but they have horns on some of their songs. So then I started getting to like the ska shit where yeah. it was like Less Than Jake, uh, then Real Big Fish came out, you know, and they're a little poppier they there, but motherfuckers can play. Yeah. And I'm very much pop-oriented because of the music, you know, that my dad listened to and played on the radio. I'm very pop-oriented, so... Uh, you know, I, that that's what I love. So, so, And then, you know, Blink's Cheshire Cat came out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this sounds just as shitty as the MXPX records I listen to. I love it. And, you know, and then they had, like, the comedy jokes, like, where they threw, who taught you to throw the dick down the stairs, like, on track, like, 14 or something like that. And I was like, these guys are fucking hilarious. And then, like, you know, Dude Ranch and all that stuff started to progress. And then Travis joins them on Enema, and I was like, Holy shit, totally different sound. Plus, they worked with one of the best producers in the business for that type of music, which is Jerry Finn. And he produced, you know, Early Rancid and No Effects and, you know, all that kind of shit. And then obviously, like, No Doubt came out and it had the horns and stuff, you know, so all that sort of stuff. And so that's what I grew up listening to. And then, you know, I mean, even bands like Lit, who were insanely popular, but they were sort of that still Southern California vibe and, like, yeah, you know, but they write great hooks. I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for fucking a great hook and a melody. No, and, I'm the same way. I love and good then hooks. Foo Fighters obviously came out in the mid '90s. You know, uh, Nirvana obviously. I was you know huge. Yeah,
0: Nirvana was my main stick when I was a kid. Like, yeah, that was I really mean, I didn't point. have the
1: records because that was the devil's music. Well, um, obviously, and Kurt Cobain was the leader. You know, he was the Antichrist. Um, <laughs> and it was just stupidest shit you hear at fucking Christian schools. But like, that's all the stuff that really... so. In high school, I started my very first. To get back to it, but I had to give you the uh, so so you can understand the stupidity. I started my first uh, uh, pop punk trio, skate punk, you know, fast music. Hell yeah! Uh, called the Super Villains, and <laughs> and, Dude, our, awesome. and our and our shtick was we were called the Super Villains, but we all wore superhero T shirts. So I was Batman. Uh, the singer Cody, the singer bass player Cody was Spider Man, and then our drummer Carl was Superman.
0: Wow, you guys couldn't even stick to the same fucking universes, or what? No, the No,
1: no, we picked our favorite and superheroes. It's
0: gonna be
2: cool, and like yeah, you, you had to go for like the big three. You can go like a little <laughs> bit more like Green Lantern. Or...
1: Uh, well, Green Lantern, uh, I don't give a fuck about, and Batman, I love. So
2: <laughs> Batman's obviously the coolest of those three by far. <laughs> well, I like Spider Man more actually. I don't like Spider Man. Well, you're a dumb cunt. So there's that for you. My name's Kate. Peter Parker. I don't get anything. Oh. Peter Parker. Oh, the girl, she won't like me. Oh, God, I better go over here. Oh, Bruce Wayne, my fucking parents said, I'm a fucking pussy. I'm a fucking dumb cunt. Clearly, I've yeah, never talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the other drugs? <laughs> Where are the other drugs? Anyways,
1: you're all dumb cunts in my opinion. <laughs> um
0: Justin Ventura, <laughs> why are you so angry?
1: Well, let me tell you about the conspiracy that i have been known as batman um yeah it well see the thing was that was 99 so i mean i think the biggest comic book franchise out at that moment was the first blade movie yeah fuck Um, yes dude so the shit though so batman had been ruined by uh bat butts and bat nipples and cod pieces (laughs) and uh so that was sort of in you know blade sort of brought it back to like being badass because it was more just a vampire thing they didn't say like oh you know it wasn't a marvel property or anything they like that they
0: put it at the very beginning but unless you're fucking paying attention you had no yeah you did. Idea. You know
1: they're like fucking well, it's fucking it's passenger 57 with some fangs killing some people um steven dorf i love that movie i think it's i think it's i think it holds up insanely well uh, maybe not some of the visual effects but i mean as far as just the movie itself and how sorry that it was is. supposed
2: to be your your wife
1: um
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> you
1: guys texted back and forth?
2: Yeah. Basically says, fuck my, Bentley. My this sister, is what his fucking- wife, is watching my kids right now. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I meant to text that to her.
1: Um, and so, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it wasn't a big thing. So having, you know, Batman, Spider-Man, and Superman, because, yeah, fuck Superman. Uh, the last Superman was whatever, last Christopher Reeve Superman, had, or, uh, well, New Adventures of Lois and Clark, yeah. uh, I guess, was technically the last iteration of Superman during that time. Yeah. And the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, we'll keep talking because I didn't pick up on the condenser. Rhett's going to go take a big shit now, kids. Oh, no, just a piss. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Leave the door open. So, yeah, and then after that, you know, after high school, uh, um, right at the end of my senior year, bada bing, bada boom, uh, uh, the, the two rival pop punk bands broke up. And then I come into school the next day, and three of those motherfuckers are going like, Oh yeah, let's start a new band. I'm like, Oh, well, do you want me to play guitar? Do you want me to play? Do you want me to sing? Do you want me to play bass? You know, cause I had all the equipment.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, because I had a paper out from the time I was like 11. And yeah. so it was like an easy six, seven hundred bucks a month and I just saved it or would buy instruments or something yeah. like that. And so, and they're like, Uh, well, we need drums. I'm like, Well, Andrew plays drums. And they're like, Well, he wants to play guitar in this. I was like, Andrew, let me borrow your drum set because it was a Friday. He's yeah. like let me borrow your drum set, and I went home and taught myself how to play the drums. Yeah, my uncle's a drummer, yeah. and so I've been around it, and rhythm just that that independence, you know, that four way independence yeah. makes sense to me naturally, and so and so I learned it that weekend. I, there there was a record that <laughs> it, it was going to be sort of slower music. There was MXPX's sideband Arthur. It was kind of like fifties, the beginning of that. That, 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 the quote unquote emo thing or whatever, where it was, you know, like the halftime uh, distortion with like heavy vocals and then like the real crisp sort of, you know, very saves the dayish and, you know, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. And so it was going to be sort of slower to mid-tempo music. So I learned like two records and then I came back Monday. I was like, all right, when are we practicing? And as I got better at drums and I got faster we started writing faster music and like a band, uh, slick shoes, you know, was another one of those tooth and nail, like fast bands that we loved. And so finally I got that no effects. And then there's video of me doing a 30 minute, 30 minute show. And all of our songs are just, you know, like that no effects thing, except that he does triplets. Yeah. I did straight 16th notes. So it's just, so fuck him. And that's what at that saying. point, it's probably 30 second notes. But, you know, but it's just... <clears throat> it, what's funny is that if you slow down the punk rock beat, it's just it's just your classic rock beat. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, crack. Boom, boom, crack. And then you put it at 220 BPM. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. like, that was all of our stuff. And then that band broke up because they wanted to sound more like lit. And so I... And like every, and I switched to guitar and Andrew went back to drums and they're like, we want that, like that just nice mid tempo pop rock sound that that's going on. And, and like some guitar riffs and some like back and forth with guitars. I was like, all right. And then finally I would, I would keep writing songs, ideas, bring them to practice. And after like three weeks, they just kept going, no, no, no. And they would have like their own stuff. And I was playing, you know, rhythm and that sort of stuff and figuring it out. And then one week I finally was like, well, here. And I just transpose a lit song into a different key and kind of change the riff a little bit. And they're like, no, I was like, fuck you guys. That is a goddamn lit song. That's exactly what you're fucking asking for. You got, I fucking quit. I'm, I'm done with the band. They're like, fine, quit. And it was, I laughed so hard at that fucking Marky Mark, uh, rock star movie because when he, when he's like, well, I'm taking the mic stand and this is my scarf and shit. <laughs> Except that mine was big where I was like, well, uh, I'm taking the drums, I'm taking the
2: guitar amp. It's I'm funny the- when I quit. Sale PR, same fucking thing. Well, I mean, yeah. not the same thing, but like, okay, well, the the van's mine. Exactly, the, the van's PA mine. systems mine. Well, the drum set's obviously mine. Marshall oh, that guitar amp's mine. mine. I, uh, alright, yeah. okay, guys, started loading up into the van. That was mine <laughs> shit. The and shit. They're fend- like, wait, King, can we talk about this, please? King, King, King.
1: The Fender two fifteen cab with the Ampeg head, that's mine. And so when. Sorry, I, I was pointing because I was thinking of where it was I at was in the rehearsal at my cat. space. She's
0: making a dumb face at me, She's and so bitch. I loaded,
1: I loaded it all up. It took me thirty five minutes. Loaded it all up. All they had was their crappy homemade PA that they had rigged together, oh. and the lead guitar player's guitar amp and the mic and mic stand. And I was like. Well, have a great band, guys. Good Fuck luck, you, you guys. little fucking cunts. And, yeah, I took off. And then uh, I started this, my favorite band of all time that I've ever been in, uh, American Barricade. And it was with my buddy Richard and his brother Matt. And we were a three-piece. Oh, Richard we,
0: was in that with you. Oh, yeah, cool.
1: That, I met Richard because he was the manager of the pizza place. And then we became oh. friends. And then his brother got hired on. And then... Which piece of place was
0: this? You mind if I ask? Uh,
1: it was called Primetime. Now it's Oddmost. Oh, right oh, there yeah. on
0: the corner, of Lancaster and Silverton.
1: Yeah, I, I opened that store. Ah. Yeah. And then uh, I started at the Kaiser store, which is no longer there. Yeah. Um It was right next to the Roth's, which is also no longer there. Yeah. Um. Nothing's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's empty. how old you are, Bentley. Yeah. Oh God, it's on so many. You're that so close to memories. death. <laughs> I'm that close to death. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Fucking and so yeah, and then we were a band for three or four years and we toured all over the place and played shows. Uh uh probably the highlight for me of that was the Paris Theater. Um uh, we sold it out. Oh nice three hundred people. And That's there was a band after us. There was five bands and we were like, Well, they're all here for the band after us. And then it went from three hundred people to seventy five or less people after we played. Yeah. And totally, I was the, I was the fucking dude in the band that was like either helping the band before me who were yelling and talking or whatever, or breaking their fucking drums down on stage, oh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. grabbing their fucking shit, like get the fucking shit off, you know, and I had all of my stuff marked all my drums, everything was marked so I could just set it up. It didn't matter and I just put the pieces up there. It was all good and then you just take (laughs) it off. We were off stage in less than three minutes. Granted, we were a three piece but we had we had a half stack with another amp on top of that so it was like a three quarter stack. We had a huge bass rig and I was, you know, living with my mom and rolling deep in pizza money so I had so many fucking (laughs) cymbals but I just had the basic three piece Ringo setup but I had, you know, probably five or six cymbals just all over the fucking place and but we were on the stage in less than five minutes off the stage in less than five minutes that was my big thing loaded up into the band loaded up into the van in less than from the time we left the stage in less than 15 minutes because I was like that's where we were too I was like it's all in the van. Now we can go smoke. We can go hang out. We can go do whatever we fucking the fuck watch the we other want. Bands, you, know. you can fucking just... Yeah. And we loaded in. We came back in. And they started. And it was like, no one was there. All of our shirts were gone. All of our CDs were gone. We're like, holy oh, shit, people are here for us. We walk outside. Everyone's waiting outside in front of the Paris Theater, for, like, talking to us and shit. And we're like, Jesus Christ. That was probably my favorite experience. And then I... That band just broke up, you know, brothers and bands don't usually mix. Yeah. And, uh, that band broke up. And then I started playing drums in this band with a bunch of managers from the movie theaters huh. called Before the Night Ends, just an easy pop punk band. And they had like, you know, their, their CD was very dude ranch esque. So it, <laughs> like I learned their entire catalog. At my first rehearsal, I was like, yeah, give me your CD. And I li- I just skimmed through it. I was like, oh, easy. Got it. <laughs> so, and I didn't even listen to it. And then like a week later, they came over and I had the CD player like on. And I was like, all right, let's listen to the song. Make sure we're all like on the same page and that sort of stuff. And so we'd listen to the recording. I was like, okay, are we going to play exactly like the recording? Or you guys have any things that you change live and that sort of stuff? I'm like, no, like recording. And I go, cool. And we went through the entire CD for like three hours. And they were like, man, you really practiced it. And at the end of it, I like pulled the you know right i was like nope you watch me learn it right there like yeah. what and then when i was it's uh, like uh
0: what's that mo- uh what's the movie
1: slow it down dude. That thing you do yeah. yeah that
0: thing you do, yeah, yeah. do. fuck
1: and then uh i'm kind of
0: drunk right now
1: and then oh jesus yeah <laughs> and, oh, then, jesus. and then uh went to la went to music school for drums and percussion and shit and then, and
0: then was, you're like oh i already know more than you
1: can teach no me. not at all oh. holy fuck Holy That's what my buddy shit. Taylor said. He did the
0: same thing. He went to Willamette and he took, like, fucking pro drum lessons from this guy who, like, idolized Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater and oh, all this right. shit. And he was like, yeah, I thought I knew how to play drums. And then I studied them and I
1: was like, hmm, I fucking suck at drums. Totally. That, that was me. I was down there because I didn't know how to read music. So you walk into a school. Oh, I see. You have 12, you have 12 classes a week, all with 12 different charts going, here's a style you don't know how to play in, and here's a chart you don't know how to read. Here you go. Yeah. And I was like, and then you get up with a band of student teachers or teachers that and so it's like, you know, you got a guitar player and a bass player, sometimes a vocalist, then you look out and you've got your drum teacher and like fifteen other people playing drums and that that are there doing the same thing, and then they're like, Play the chart, you don't know how to read and I'm yeah. like oh, shit. And so that kicked my dick all over the place. But then it may be you know you practice for eight hours a day, and I will disagree with you that no matter if you're holding the drumsticks correctly or not, if you practice for eight hours a day, you will get blisters and your hands will fucking bleed.
0: Whiplash, Whiplash. is fucking incorrect, bitch. It's inc- It's not true.
1: It is true. <laughs> no, I would, is say,
0: true. I would
2: say I would say that be true if you didn't do anything else with your hands any other time. But if you actually like do stuff with your hands, I've bled. before. I've never before. once I've gotten blisters. I mean, you see see some remnants of my drum blister. Oh right yeah, there you can see you can still see it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah, those are sexy. I've never hands. once. Hold I, them I, I guess up. that's Hold maybe. I'm, what? Oh god, look,
2: look at that! It's all stained now from like working outside and shit right yeah. now.
0: But, but dude, I, I was, I've bled from playing drums. Yeah. Like, dude, I went to the uh, Jimi Hendrix experience museum in seattle and they had this fucking room yeah the mp and then they had this room where you go in and you could fucking jam out there guitar bass drums and you could fucking record yourself for 10 minutes and you could buy your cd afterwards that's dope it was dope and i was like i had just gotten into playing music with my buddy john who's my co-host of cinema and he was his guitar john yeah yeah hi um and he was fucking playing guitar and i fucking played drums and the way I played, dude, I got these huge fucking blisters on my hand, and then it just peeled the skin right off, because we had, like, we stayed in there all day, because that was, like, fucking fun for us to do. And I was fucking just wailing on this shit, you know, and doing all this shit, and my fucking hands bled. But you know what I learned from that? i fucking playing the drum, the drums wrong. And I, th- I agree with you to a point. If you're going to play that long and all that but, shit. But,
1: so imagine if you're playing, if you're in class and you have to play in every class, So, you're playing anywhere from three to six hours a day in class. Then you have to practice anywhere from four to eight hours a day outside of class. Yeah. So, you get blisters initially because you're not, I wasn't used to playing that much. Yeah. And then recorrecting where my drum calluses were because I was holding sticks incorrectly and that sort of stuff. (laughs) And then also, you get the blisters and then you peel the blisters off and then the skin dries but it's still raw skin and then you play it over again the next day. Yeah. I have had several times right in here. Yeah, that's where where I got my It cracks and it's that way for a week until it finally is sort of over the weekend able to heal enough that when I go back to school on Monday, my hands didn't bleed. But that's just because (laughs) I played a fucking shit ton. So when I saw that, I was like, totally that motherfucker's playing that much. And yes, I get it. It's a dramatic part of the movie because he's like, finally, everything is paying off and, he can- and he's working through the pain. I get it. I'm just saying. I mean, I've bled a lot. I think
0: balling. during the Monster Hunter days, but especially. But the worst,
1: symbols, Fucking
2: totally. that uh, that's what will tear up my... Like, I still have a th- uh, I, always hit the, my...
0: I always hit the rims. That was me. Yep. My knuckles yep. were busted up because I because I was trying to play as light as I could. So I'm always fucking doing these huge rim shots and shit. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you
0: know? And my knuckles would just get busted, and you look at the drums totally. and they're just covered in blood, yeah. and everyone's like, my "You're a fucking one, pussy." And I'm like, it's "Fucking hurt you, my bitch." My favorite
1: one because I was a huge Travis Barker fan. I had a lip ring. We were playing a show, and I had my oh, head down. No, I was going no, and I ripped my lip ring through my lip, and I didn't even feel it because we we're just going, yeah. And then like, but I felt like warmth, you know. And then I looked down because all of a sudden I started to feel the splatter. And I look down, my whole snare drum head is just covered in blood. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and I'm not, I'm not stopping the song. And then yeah. there's like a fill and it's like splattering. And I look up <laughs> and my bass player turns around and he goes, what? And he actually sort of stopped playing for a second. He was like, I'm like, one handed. I was like, keep going. You know, and we, yeah, it was like, uh but that was probably like the most I've ever bled, but. Or have you have you ever like hit yourself in the fucking eye? Oh yeah, yeah. I've done that a few times. I've had guys. I've had myself,
2: black I've had black I've yeah. hit myself all in pretty much any part of my face has been. I think the worst. Once.
0: I think the worst I ever was because I I learned. See the the and the other problem I have with comedy. And this is comes comes from music because I I watched these people that I idolized at the time play music, and the way Thank that you. they found you're welcome, yeah, watch <laughs> you Bentley, the way that they played was like they fucking separated themselves from the audience, and it was always like, and because the music I was into, you know, metal and all that right. shit, like it was all about like the sort of anger thing, right? And uh, this one guy, I'm not gonna say his name because then I'm gonna sound like a fucking douche. I'm going to sound like a fucking pussy, but there was this guy in this band that I fucking really fucking liked when I was younger getting into music and I fucking would watch him and he'd fucking just like punch the ceiling and his fucking hands would like bust open. right? And it was always like this, like, fuck you audience, like, fuck you, you dumb cunts. And so then I adopted that sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I think it was fucking, it was fucking Jeff. Okay. Fuck everyone. Now I said it. Oh, Oh, Jeff. Yeah, so? from Boy. Na- yeah, Jeff Self from Boy named. Oh, yeah, he was
2: actually pretty fun watching. Dude, he
0: was fucking legit. And I so there was this band, this uh, and they all went to McNary, and they were called Boy named Sue, and they were like fucking what you would call like grindcore almost, you know, just know like fucking. Dr- dr- dr-
1: I went to McNary.
2: Oh, Sh- oh, fine. Shreddy Mike, their drummer. Was well, he's oh. he's pretty. He's a lot older than. But, I'm older, but if you know Boy named Sue, Shreddy Mike was the only. I know the boy name, name. I don't know people. But uh,
0: what was Mitch's last name? Mitch um, Hedberg. Is that right? Yeah.
1: No, that's a comedian who's dead.
2: Oh. <laughs> it, is actually, it is actually something like that. Well, there's um, this guy
0: named Mitch. I I would imagine he's your age. I don't know. He, or Keynes. I just yeah, seen him. I see him around downtown all the time. Like He's at Brownstown. He's at fucking- Oh, I know who you're talking about. He fucking hangs out with this chick who's the bartender at fucking Kitchen on Court Street and all that okay. shit. Like, uh, anyway, he was the original vocalist for Boy Named Sue, and then he left, and then Jeff joined. But anyway, I fucking like these guys, because right. when I was in high school, that was the kind of music I wanted to play. And, you know, it's like I saw Jeff for the first time and when I was in Monster Addict and all this shit. And he's just, and it was always this whole, like, you know, fuck you audience. Like, you know, yeah. and so then I got into that whole thing. And we used to just fucking wreck our shit on stage. Kane would fucking throw his guitar down. I'd fucking spill the drums over. And they were Kane's drums, so I didn't give a shit.
2: Right. <laughs> well, I even, yeah, we even trashed you know. That was our, because no one ever trashed, and then Samson, no one trashed their musical gear. Because it, the same scene because it's, it's expensive. We get, it because things, everyone like one of the best. You know, we, we got we, our, our stuff's got to be. Really, we got to get our base of fucking triple yeah, red set up. Had really, like, like, who had the best like setup? That was us. And me and Sh- <laughs> no, that wasn't me and Sean. When That's we start- okay.
1: <laughs> we still respect you, Bentley. <laughs> me and but Sean. It was all my equipment, so well that yeah. makes
2: sense. Well, me and Sean's uh, thing was like, let's give the scene a kick in the ass. Let's do everything different from everybody else. Yeah. You know, and we were two piece, so that was easy right off the bat. Yeah, you just play fucking short, fast songs. Well, two piece was louder than anybody else, so he had a dual full stacks with an AB switch, so he was just like this wall of sound, and I just have. I'm a simple Tom a rock star. I will def- I'll fight anyone who says Tom a rockstar is a crappy set because those things are fucking durable. Dude, oh, you literally, I was watching
0: a video the other day. You fucking picked my bass drum up. And it's funny because I can still feel the pain. You fucking, I spilled my drums over and I'm like trying to knock them over but they're like staying up straight and I'm like pushing them. And you fucking come over and you grab my bass drum and you pick it up and you throw it straight at the ground and it bounces off the ground and into
2: me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's why we started doing it because like yeah, back in the day, that'd be the very cliche thing to do—destroy yeah. your equipment. But in the same sale, no one was doing that. No so like, one that's was. Just, yeah. Let's let's shock some people. We so. got
0: to we got to the point where we play shows and like all of the dude, like all the sound guys, like fucking run up and like pull all the mics off the drums. Oh yeah, and all I, this I, shit. basically <laughs> they
2: look at me because not every show we do it. They look at but me the like, big ones. Are you gonna do it? and i'm like oh fuck yeah and so they they'd run and start grabbing the mics of yeah. there, like running off stage because they knew like that was the last song and it was, like, i was
1: the opposite way i like all my stuff nice i uh, well i was the same fresh. way but i was playing on kane's shit so and yeah. like i remember yeah matt the singer and guitar player of american barricade one show jumped up on my bass drum and i fucking ripped his ass apart after show. i was like don't ever fuck because if you break it
0: you buy it, bitch.
1: You got to buy me a new bass drum. And yeah. you might as well at that point just buy me a new drum set because it's um it's yeah. it, you're only a couple hundred off and he's just like,
0: "Jesus." I think we lucked out. We were always like playing on like Frankenstein sets and like right. all this shit, so it's like if something broke, we had a replacement.
1: Now I wouldn't care. All that, of our that shit was second hand and it's yeah. just sitting in my basement and I just bang around on it now. Yeah. But uh
0: that's sort of how we were. we were, uh, you know. And it's like you've probably heard us fucking say it
1: about the podcast.
0: Like we're just the ultimate. Don't give a fuck. We just go up there. We do our shit, and you either like
1: it or you don't. That was us too. And we were we were we were very much like a three piece kind of Foo Fighters type of. You know, I I'm, I'm not going to say Foo Fighters is heavy rock, but they're heavier than. Well, no, they are though. Rock, I mean, they're heavier. Rock I love and roll, Foo Fighters. So. You know, yeah, I do. Well, clearly, I love the Foo Fighters, um, but. You know, we were definitely in that vein or whatever, but we were a three-piece. and But we played with metal bands all the time. We God, we played with this fucking stupid band called Crossface all the time from Portland. And we had so many jokes about these motherfuckers. Like, it was so great because we couldn't understand. And one time, because they're very much like, and it's going off of the last episode where you guys put the song at the end. It's very similar vocally to, like, what was on that. And we j- we love melody because yeah. we're all pop. You know, Matt's biggest influences were Bob Dylan and Kurt Cobain. And oh, he was 15 it. and 16, when that was we a good wrote choices. our first, <laughs> for when we wrote our first record, he was in recorded, he was 15 and 16. And so, like, uh, you know, we're all melody whores. And so, yeah. but, so we would be standing there digging it, but then they would start go to the like, blah, dah, 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 and doing whatever they were doing. But they had this one time, this guy screamed something. And we all look at each other was like, did he just scream the name of the band? Because it sounded like it went, Crossface! 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so that's like, that would that would be our band joke for, yeah. if we were ever like in a bad mood or we were on a long drive or something like that, and it'd just be, Crossface! 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 I don't know! Crossface!
0: Yeah, it's funny you say that, because Kane was in this band that became more popular than Monster Axe.
1: Oh, Crossface!
3: God
0: well, I started that band uh, <laughs> we fucking did we poured our heart and souls into Monster and now you
1: Joe Pesci me like in Goodfellas yeah exactly
0: <laughs> uh, we were fucking so Monster Attic, I think Monster Attic was a, a popular band in and of itself and the weird thing you There's, say like you always playing with metal bands we were a metal band always playing with like fucking punk bands and shit and punk, like, punk yeah.
2: band. We, we'd play with anybody I, we weren't popular. We were probably the most respected I think band.
0: respected is a good word. Because I think there was we a lot of people that fucking anybody. hated us. There's a lot of people that were just like, eh, Monster Addict's playing. Whatever. Let's go fucking check it out. Like, there's... Yeah, respect. Yeah, is a good word. going with that
1: respect thing you guys were talking about, uh, uh, I think, on the last episode, was very similar in our in our sort of situation. Because because I band we were always we were always there early. We yeah. always loaded in. Yeah. We were yeah, always set us. up. We weren't fucked up. Well, we were. But they didn't know. And because our show was always good, like, you know, you, you say, Oh man, we were so fucking drunk and, but that was a great show. And then it's like, you watch, I videotaped every show. Yeah. Just like I video, I audio record every set that I do. Yeah. And I would go back and I would take notes on the show and, you know, we would tighten our show. We had a show. We had that shit where it was like this song has a little vamp going into this song. You know, we did all that sort of stuff and promoters and people appreciate it because we would, much prefer to go first or second. Oh yes. yeah, and set the bar. That was up. which is what we always did. Never go last.
0: Oh, there's a band that's just fucking bitching about this time. Okay, we'll go. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. Good I, luck, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> exactly fun. the exact same attitude. Follow that. And then after, and same thing. Bring it back to comedy. The, that first Friday show that I bombed, I'd never gone first before. Yeah. I was always like fifth or sixth, you know, putting in after the audience was warmed up. So for uh, like a month or more, to have I, to Jared, yeah. I was like, put me bullet every single time until yeah. I tell you to stop.
0: It's so a way to do it. I mean, but like I was saying, though, Kane was in this band that became w- widely more popular than Monster Addict at one point. They were called Armed Pitbull, and they were this old school, like, hardcore. Old
2: school hardcore. They,
0: they went for this, like, yeah, 80s style, like, 90s style yeah. hardcore, like...
2: A lot of chance, and they
0: did. They had a song, I think it was "Make It Rain," where the lyrics were literally they would say, (laughs) "All the lyrics were from a
2: drunk phone phone call." Yeah, (laughs) drunk phone
0: call, and the lyrics literally wasn't that right. "Arm Pitbull will fuck you up." No, that's
2: that. No, that was that. I thought that
0: was "Make It Rain." No,
2: that. Oh, I thought you were I'm talking sorry. about Pissing I... in the Wind. No, you're right. Make it rain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make it always... rain,
0: Kane! Go, 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 go! And you do this shit. And then they get to the end of the song. It's like, our Pitbull will fuck you up. Yeah.
2: Our pit Pitbull
0: <laughs> will fuck <laughs> you up. And, and then... Crossface. Yeah. yeah, and, then yeah the totally. joke, and then the joke always turned into, like, our pit Pitbull will suck your dick. our yes. Pitbull will lick your taint. our Pitbull will... <laughs> and, right. like, and, like,
2: one, <laughs> at one show, we, I like, some punk a gang of punk kids from like portland came down and they ended up starting to fight with some salem punk kids and (laughs) our pitbull being that it was at wasteland the venue yeah and we were one of the house bands we pretty much lived there yeah yeah so we and there was no like staff in there so we're like okay i guess we're staff so we, we took it upon ourselves to break it up right but there's a lot more Portland kids than us. This was the best. Dude,
0: this was the best shit ever. Uh, I fucking love this. Uh,
2: what, which story are you thinking of?
0: Oh, I thought this was like when they're out in the fucking parking lot, and there's this group of kids, and this group of kids, and Kane's fucking standing
2: in the middle, and it's like, <laughs> anybody who fucking crosses uh, this
3: line, I'm gonna fucking rip, rip well, their eyes off.
2: That, <laughs> 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 that was Wasteland's last show. No, but this was this is like a couple oh, months the wasteland. before.
1: wasteland. Yeah,
2: that was a couple months before this. But basically, it was me, Jeff, Self, and yeah. Osric were standing in the middle, like, "Oh, come on, guys, it's yeah. it's all. let's all be friends." But then, like, and then there's one big guy. I, I
1: no, I, we're punk rock.
2: Fuck you. No, I like, so there's this one really big guy, who was like he was charging the line. I figured like, okay, if I can stop him, no one else is gonna follow because that's <laughs> right. the. So I was like I got right in his face Like you're gonna Fucking do shit And he's looking me, And he's looking At me and like The look in his eyes Were just pure murder Yeah And he's just big round Like I- I'm round But this is round buff Just right. like You're not gonna punch Through that
1: Like prison round Yeah
2: Prison is exactly it And Remember? he got He looked right at me He's like I will fucking Kill you first And just stared at me And I And all I could say Was I believe you <laughs> 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 Cain's jank so shrivels Yeah Because at first I looked like Everyone was like Oh Cain looks so badass Charging at that big guy And then it's like They said something else And came back down I was Like yeah there's no Winning that fight I was like Whoever he wanted to fuck up I was like You're What man? was that
0: one band I got a I, Lifehouse or something You remember that shit They were like The straight edge Fucking Yeah some or, there's a straight no, but, head, but, yeah. but the end
2: of that story was at that, that night we instead of doing armpit pitbull we'll fuck you up it was armpit pitbull we'll get fucked up everybody's <laughs> canning that
1: <'cause- laughs> Do you guys ever play with unshrunk they were the only oh ones yeah. Who- yeah i know i know unshrunk yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah adam yep adam Dreher. yeah uh uh, I, play, I played with them way back when I was in my very first band, and then I've played with them when I was in PR a bunch of times.
0: We actually, maybe you didn't get there. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm relying on the fucking street credit. But there was this band called Nigel a long time ago, yeah. and we fucking back nah. in
2: the. Oh, they were barbers. We
0: fucking. There was an episode of Dula where we fucking sing that song. They had this secret. You <laughs> it's get called.
2: Me in the ball, yeah. <laughs> And it really hurt. We fucking had, like,
0: fucking snare drum out, tambourine, fucking... <laughs> I had my mandolin, Kane was on guitar, That's and we funny. fucking jammed that shit.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we used to play with Untrunk a lot. Yeah. I'm nice. still friends. Yeah. Uh, I'm still pals with Caleb, their bass player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were... That was...
2: I remember they were, like, really, like, almost goth, like, the way they were dressed yeah. and everything, and then they kind of got a little bit more, like, the hardcore look. It just... Yeah. I mean, their style was always pretty similar. But I mean, I I remember them pretty good. They were actually really good back in the day. But yeah, mean they that, did. If, if you like that style, uh, Heartbreaker, like, yeah
1: Heartbreaker,
0: cover. fucking Led Zeppelin, bam, bam. Am I thinking that right? Bam, Daniel, bam, 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 bam.
1: No, no, bam. Uh, uh, what? Is it? Pat Benatar. Heartbreaker, love, love maker. maker, love maker, oh, me. I have this album of Nirvana, and they play this song cross called Heartface, crossface, yeah. crossface, going fuck up crossface.
0: <laughs> Led Zeppelin does a
1: song called Heartbreaker, too. I don't listen to Led Zeppelin. Ooh. I don't listen to Led Zeppelin. Not, not because I'm like some fucking...
0: Hipster motherfucker?
1: Yeah, just because I've never... You hate Jimmy Page. You hate I... John Bonham. No, not at all. Uh... My guitar playing style is directly influenced by Jimmy Page. Um and the triplet shit, one footed triplet shit, John Bonham, of course, down. But You just hate uh, England. No, no, no. I <laughs> don't know anybody that is a Zeppelin file that can tell me where to start.
0: Um did I'll tell you this one. I, I one. look I never like classic yeah. rock. Led 1. When I fucking got into yeah, dude, there you go. When I fucking just got into music
2: start at the beginning. Alright.
0: When I fucking got into this shit, dude. Li- like I said, the first band I ever liked was Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Second band I ever liked was System of a Down. Two. F- that's fucking a far cry right there. Yeah. But I love I love System but of a Down. Those
1: motherfuckers, man. Th- those motherfuckers could play. Yeah, dude, they could. Really? Well, I saw them live, live, live no, I've always heard was
0: rough, but dude, their albums were fucking tight as shit Maybe back
1: then. But I, I think I've seen stuff like more recent because I, 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 YouTube bands all the time. Yeah. Like just live stuff. Like like last night I was uh youtubing. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins in the '90s playing like Tonight Tonight yeah. or 1979, and then them playing it now yeah. uh, at some festival in 2015. Yeah. Just because I like to see the progression,
0: and it's just not the same.
1: Uh, The music's great. Billy's way lazier on his vocals though. Yeah, I bet he doesn't sing, and he, you know, and he just looks like he looks like he's wear. He's got the same clothes that he had from back then. Yeah, and
0: he's like trying to pull it off.
1: But he, but he's added about seventy pounds to his body, so he's just hanging out the bottom of his shirt. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, and that's, and, and then I got into, I got really into metal. I didn't like music and, and then yeah. I got into metal and I liked metal a lot. And then what happened was I started dating Bailey, my wife now, yeah. and her family, Ken included, they were all the into classic rock. They're into fucking just good music. You yeah. know, the, I didn't like the Beatles before that. <laughs> I didn't like any of this shit. And then I was like, holy shit, there's a whole nother fucking world. Yeah, and the totally. first song, the first song that did it for me with Led Zeppelin was this song because I already liked post-rock i don't know if you know the genre really well but like bands like explosions in the sky this will destroy you either way it's just instrumental fucking long form you know 10 to 12 minute songs just and then the song is just a fucking gradual crescendo until Mm. they're just fucking going nuts and it's just it's not heavy music it's not it's post-rock it's it's they got clean guitars and then by the time they get to the crescendo then the overdrive kicks in and they just got the drums just doing this crazy shit oh interesting the song the first song i like by led Zeppelin. And I actually came to it because I heard a jazz cover of it first and oh, then cool. a Tool cover of it. And it was called uh, No Quarter. Oh, yeah. A fucking great motherfucking that's song. That's Led Zeppelin 4. Uh, right? It's a, yeah, I think so. But That'd be
2: like, because everyone's like, start off with Stairway to Heaven. Don't, that's no, not to "Heaven." none no, That's no, no, no. not Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin no. is, uh, let, you know.
0: Just start off... I don't know. Led Zeppelin one, I think, is a good place to start now.
1: What's the one? I mean it's one of the more popular ones, but the got that guitar uh Uh, that's uh pair of the dog or something, isn't it? That's
0: Black Dog. Black Dog.
1: So I don't like that song. American Barricade. I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know that song. I had no idea. Matt comes in and he's a classic rock guy. He starts playing that riff, and I immediately start jamming because that's how we used to run practice we'd sort of warm up by jamming for like 15 or 20 minutes if he had new ideas for songs or something like that and he starts playing this thing and like i'm finding and i we basically end up recreating it and he's like oh man he's like i didn't know you could i didn't know you could drum like john bonham and i was like what <laughs> what are you talking about he's like well that's a zeppelin song
2: yeah it's a, a very odd like drum part it is and then you and and listen to like, the thing you're and like, you are like you get
1: off mother I was so excited about that riff. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, we're going, this is a hit. And I was so mad. Yeah, It was a like
2: hit. Such, it was a hit back know, in 1962
0: or 68. That was a great fucking song. I actually, I love that song. But, yeah, dude, listen to Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin 1. Zeppelin 1.
1: I will start at Zeppelin 1, and I will report back.
0: Yeah. But... Yeah. We've time. been fucking recording for almost 2 hours and 10 minutes, so That's fine. I this has been a lot of fun.
1: I've just been waiting for you to wrap it up.
0: I know, I should have wrapped it up 15 minutes ago, but then we started talking about other shit and uh. it was like, this is fucking great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're actually interested ones, guys. Yeah,
0: for for sure. No, dude, I think you definitely you brought the level of dual taints up. Uh, we definitely appreciate you. Well, you, you know, gonna... when
1: you open with 40 minutes of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what we try to do and then it's always like, uh, um Fuck, dude! If you if you haven't listened to it yet, I seriously suggest go listen to our first fucking episode. Okay, it's literally an hour and fifteen minutes of us being like, "No, Obi Wan's a better Jedi." Are you fucking dumbass? <laughs> we do fuck. No, fuck you, Yoda. <laughs> we haven't talked about Yoda yet, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then we do another episode later on where it's like, "Really? You think Bigs or excuse me, Wedge Antilles is the best fighter pilot in the Rebel?" How Lando fucker flew the Millennium Falcon through that death? Test- <laughs> The castle rod. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh uh, fuck.
0: You Those can find really me at
1: bentleymichaels dot com.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Wait, are you? Do you really have bentleymichaels dot com? Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's got all oh, my voiceover fuck. stuff. Oh and music fuck, stuff. dude. Is that, like naked
2: pictures and. No. Tell us, no, Oh, because so, oh, so that's too far. <laughs> that was the just way he shakes is like, dude, that's so he stupid. He fucking gives no. us a picture. No,
1: no, no one wants pictures of me, naked. He's like, in honor
2: of
0: Dula Taints. Here's a picture of my taint. <laughs> Extra salty for you two boys. Oh
1: God, it looks like. you, so, know, did you, you crack know when Pepper uh,
2: you Pants that day too.
1: You know when a possum's been in the road for about three <laughs> days after it's been hit. That's what his taint looks
0: like. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not an exaggeration. If anything, he's just underplaying it.
1: (laughs) It's way grosser.
0: (laughs) So, BentleyMichaels.com. BentleyMichaels.com. That's good Um, to know.
1: B-E-N-T-L-E-Y. Most people forget the E before the Y. Well, they're dumb cunts. So well let's not say that. Right. And uh and there, then, but... uh <laughs> and com. If you're interested in voy- voice, then it's forward slash voice I or I say voyeurism.
2: Uh yeah, if you're interested <laughs> in voyeurism,
1: uh contact doula change. <laughs> um, and uh or if you want music, uh I believe it's forward slash music after the, the dot com. Nice. It's very simple, very yeah, user friendly. No, right Check out Thinking you. Thoughts in the iTunes or uh or Stitcher and uh, same with Forty Fifth Parallel. And uh they both have very similar cartoons, because we got Steve Stark, uh who did
0: Oh, I forgot to tell you that. Steve Stark, the guy who did
1: the uh clerk's the Jay, animated. Jay and show. Bob's oh, no super yeah. groovy yeah. cartoon oh, movie.
0: Oh Jay and Bob, yeah.
1: Jay and Bob's super groovy nice. cartoon movie and, and then the first uh season of Spotimations.
3: Okay.
1: Where yeah, he's uh, I, I do voices for his YouTube channel and then yeah, he drew our he drew our uh logo for us any so other fucking shout out or? to Steve Stark.
0: Yeah, for sure dude. Check out Steve Stark. And then Flush
1: Studios obviously. Uh Josh Stifter who's another uh Kevin Smith animator and he's got a uh, animation that's on the cut scenes of Tusk uh the Tusk Blu-ray. Oh nice. And then he recently animated something for me and he did that that drawing of Jared and I that I showed you earlier.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh and he did a, a piece of animation for me as well this Timmy Thomas cartoon that I'm always talking about. Nice. And then Steve's working on a cartoon for us as well and uh yeah so thinking thoughts 45th parallel or bentleymichaels.com or you know what get your asses <laughs> down to fucking capital city theater on a tuesday 8 p.m four dollars you can watch me or free you if you get the Rett. fuck on there yeah it, uh, yeah you don't want to pay four dollars go on stage it's free just get there at seven thirty and
2: sign up with jared richard
0: if you want to see bentley be funny and Rhett be oh fucking mic drop, mic drop. shit <laughs> I can't do that
2: now. It's... I feel less cool because he had all this stuff, and we're like, I oh, <laughs>
0: I'll just keep talking."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I um, feel less cool because now, like, like we're on Twitter. Yeah, he um, do doesn't it. really check his, but uh, oh yeah, at Bentley who on Twitter?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: um, as always, listener, you can fucking hit me up. I'm at Red is awesome. R e t t is awesome.
2: Kane at Kane or Wainer. I won't check it, sorry.
0: At Kane or Wainer. yeah, he won't. Uh we also got our we also got our fucking uh show Twitter up, duel of Taints.
1: At podcast TT, at forty fifth parallel pod.
0: There you That's go. It. Uh we're also at duel of taints. Uh you can email us. .com. <laughs> <You> can- <laughs> we don't we don't we don't do of Oh. I thought
1: you guys had a website.
0: We do com. For our network.
1: Oh.
0: It is a dot com.
1: Dot
0: com. I'll get there, you motherfuckers. I'm, Shit.
2: A, I'm no one's stopping me. We're it. at
0: Dula Taints. You can like us at Facebook, at face, uh, Facebook.com slash air podcast. Air stands for awesome internet radio. You can uh, fucking, you can email us at awesome at airpodcast.com or dual at airpodcast.com and you can always always call us and have your voice heard if you're funny enough on our show uh, the number is 657 657 dual with an E once again thank you guys for listening Bentley thank you so much for fucking making the, all, the drive all the way out to our podcast Woo! um I just gave you cat. <laughs> she's a she's a dumb cunt. She's a dumb cunt. Once again, thank you for listening to Duel of Taste a Number One podcast, where we argue about shit you don't care about, except for today. I'm Rhett. And I'm Ken. I'm Bentley. And it's a trap. It's a trap. A trap.
3: A
1: huge trap.